Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. everybody, this is Rev. Before we get started with the episode, there's just a couple of things I want to let you know about. We have a new website, which is www.thecritshowpodcast.com, and along with that, we have a new email address. Now, if you email our old Gmail account, we'll still get that, but you can now reach us at thecast at thecritshowpodcast.com. So if you've got any questions for us or want to let us know about anything, that's how you can get a hold of us. We are getting pretty close to wrapping up the second story arc. And I, you know, I say this every week. I just want to say thank you again to everybody who is listening to the show. It makes me so happy to get on Reddit or to get on Facebook or wherever and see people talking about the show. So thank you to those of you who are enjoying the show and sharing the show. People have been making requests about doing some streams, about doing some other episodes, some other game types, and we have some stuff in the works. So we are listening. We are hearing what you're wanting to see, what you're wanting to take part in. And we are working towards that. The way that you can help us is to continue to share the podcast. If you can find one or two other people that you think would enjoy it and share it with them, that growth means a whole lot to us. Also, if you haven't done it yet, if you could rate us and review us on whatever medium it is you're listening to the podcast on, it really does help a lot. The more reviews and the ratings that we have, the more that mystical algorithm suggests us to people. So if you haven't done that yet and you've got a minute and could do that for us, it really does make a whole lot of difference in us getting exposure to new listeners. So again, thank you so much for really being such a wonderful community. It's great to have people who are excited about the episodes, excited about the show, and to have people who are leaving me somewhat irritated messages when I leave them on a cliffhanger like the one that we ended on last week. So I'm going to let the recap roll. You appear in the main office, and at that little table where you guys were talking is Ori sitting with the woman you just fought, and she is feeding off of his arm, and he looks at you. Uh, it's not what it looks like. Ori, that's like a vampire, dude! What? What's happening? You're letting a vampire eat you! Well, yeah, she's one of mine, though. It's okay. What do you mean she's one of yours? The guy who was, like, essentially the hive keeper went mad. And who's that? His name is Esten. 
Find them. Find them. I'm getting us out of here. I don't care if it scatters us to the four corners of the earth. Vampire Lord manipulates it so that we come here to deal with one of his rogue generals. Ori, is there any way that you could help us fight that guy and then we can conceal your involvement afterwards? I'm under a compulsion. I can't do harm to his people. I don't know, man. I I want to kill her because she's a vampire, but if she's like an innocent person who got stuck into this kind of like me, it kind of sucks. I pull out the steak and the mallet, and I'm just going to go over to her, and I'm going to hold it against her chest, and then I swing the mallet. She jolts awake, and outside you hear, Oh, you were all in my house. Now I'm coming to yours. (sighs) Tess, Rachel is struggling against you. You can feel her fighting, trying to get the steak away from her chest. Spread out and find them. I'll find them in their home. (laughs) Roll kick some ass. Jake, as Tass is struggling, you see the transformation come over TJ again. Rachel's eyes flare up and you see TJ, his teeth growing. Oof, that is a... That's a six, is what that is. Except I can use the power of heart. You can't. You're a creature right now. Oh, damn. Sorry, bro. No power of heart. So, Tash, you are struggling against Rachel, trying to get another hit on this stake. The mallet hits right next to her head. She reaches out a hand, grabs you, and sinks her teeth into the side of your neck. Oh, God. You take three points of damage. Jake, what are you doing? So, TJ's transformed. He is. And you see Tass being bitten. So, does she have Tass's hammer arm, like, pinned? She is holding it, yes. Like, imagine that they're hugging, essentially. His body is pressing against the stake? Sure, sure. All right. I want to reach around both of them and just kind of squeeze Tass to use, like, our leverage to push the stake further into her chest. All right. Roll no limits. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Oh. This'll be the day that I die. Yeah, that's a three minus one. So you wrap your arms around to try to squeeze them together and your arm passes right in front of her mouth and she sinks down and bites your arm. (gasps) That means she's not biting me anymore. (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) Three points of damage. Jake, roll straight cool. Seven. You're okay. As Rachel is feeding off of your arm and you guys are stuck in this bloody and disgusting game of twister she pulls back away and she lets out a scream but it's not ferocious it's pain and you can see that from her chest there is a point coming out of it and you look up and you see that ori has thrust the stake that you had extra through the chair into her chest and she is dead and he looks just shell-shocked whatever this is i'm i'm in it now You guys better be able to save my sister down the road. TJ, you are fine again. I'm like holding my neck at this point. Thank you, Ori. You have my word. We'll do everything in our power to make sure that we make this right. Try to save your sister. Before you try, can I buy you some new dice? Please. Okay. Please, Ori, do that for me. Maybe make some out of her teeth or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Ori, I I didn't think you could hurt them. Yeah, compulsion is... You have to dominate your will over the will of the person who put you under the compulsion. So the problem is, he knows. 
Ori, man, I'm I'm sorry we pulled you into this. I know you wanted no part of it, and I wish we could have kept you out, but I'm glad you stepped in. Yeah, I think it was about to turn ugly, it seemed like. About to, yeah. You, you can hear these ghouls running around outside. They don't know where you are, but they're searching. It's only a matter of time before they figure out where you guys are right now. So you've got a little bit of time, but very little, to figure out what you want to do. So what's the plan, then? We either need to get out of here, because there are a whole lot of ghouls coming, or we need to hunt him down and take him out now. I can't get all four of us out at once, but I could get out there and I could draw their attention. We got to we gotta take the fight to this guy. Like, we got nowhere to go. Yeah, I mean, something. TJ, if you can come up with some, I don't know, a device, something to distract the ghouls away so that we can just hit him head on. I don't know, something. We need a distraction. Ori, is there roof access? Uh, yeah, there's a ladder out back that goes up to the roof. Okay, I can definitely get up there with a sniper rifle, and if he is in the open at all, that would be huge. I just don't know how we're going to get the ghouls off of us. They're coming quick. going to go through all my pockets and things like that, and I'll pull out all the stuff that I've got, glow sticks, and got like that little patch with the little combination on it. I've got this thing of Vienna sausages. What the hell for? I don't know. I just found it in the, the cave. In the cave? Yeah, in the cave, in the, the, the storage room with all of our stuff in it. So do they have something to do with the vampire lord or something? Oh my god, do they use these as dog treats? Roll investigate a mystery. Whoever's inspecting these. Oh, seven. I'll give him the power of heart. Well, that's eight. Or eight. <laughs> good. That's a good choice because I was going to take one away from him. You get hold one. What is being concealed here with the little winners? The package is open. There's about a dozen of them in here. And as you inspect it, the smell fills the room. It's pretty strong. And as this smell fills the room, you each have a moment of remembering seeing the ghouls whenever they're paused, sniffing the air. You very clearly remember they don't seem to be looking at things unless they're underwater. When they're stationary, they're sniffing and they're feeling. So you think their sense of smell might be heightened. And inside of each little sausage is a fairly large pill that, based off of your little bit of medicine, medical knowledge might be a pain pill or a sedative or a muscle relaxer. Okay, we have something. Oh God, you're still bleeding. And can I try to like patch him up a little more? Oh yeah, roll it. I'll use the power of heart to help him out with uh, healing me. Like I'm holding like- uh -huh, uh -huh. What does that get you to? Seven. Okay, I'm going to take one away only because <laughs> I saw you cueing him <laughs> to use his power and I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. So what's the effect of a six? You have one more damage. He's like inspecting your bite hole and he like tries to cut it away to get rid of like the dirty skin and you hear him go, oops. Sorry, ah. sorry, 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 sorry. Jeez, ow, ah, God, my bite holes. <laughs> <laughs> They're quivering. <laughs> well, there's an image I'm never going to get out of my head. <laughs> TJ's quivering bite hole. Uh, okay, you've got the sausages. What are we going to do with them? Should we take them out there and just start throwing them to them? Or maybe even, Ori, would you like some? No, no, I ate. No, no, I meant to throw to the ghouls. Oh, yeah, I wonder, like, here, can I see them? Yeah. I might be able to justify why I turned against Rachel, you know, if she kind of went blood mad and stuff. If I could not get involved with the fight against Eston, that might go a long way to saving my sister. I think I might be able to take these and, uh, and lure the ghouls away with them. That would be super helpful. If you can get the ghouls away, we can just try and 3v1 this dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll take those and see if I can lead him away. Okay, we have a plan. All right, you go get on the roof. Me and TJ will wait in here with stakes and mallets until you get a shot off, I guess. When you pull the trigger, that, that'll be sort of our, our key. Is that cool? Yeah, I mean, if I can even locate him, um, yeah, I'll do my best. 
turn on your phones and I'm going to just like do a quick group call for them and just have it slipped in my pocket so that they can hear me. Nice. And do you ask them to put theirs on mute or are you going to be hearing everything they say? Man, these are good. These are all the questions I like. I like these. These are good. Uh, yeah, so I turn my volume down and um, kind of reconfirm the direction I need to exit this building for the ladder. I'll show you. I'm going to go out that same way to start trying to lead these things away. All right. Let's do this. And so Ori leads you through the back room. It's actually his room. And you can see that there's, you know, a TV and a game system and just his, some his books. His coffin and, bed. Yeah, his coffin bed. It's a, it's a race car bed. <laughs> oh, nice. But it's a hearse. It's a race car hearse. <laughs> and at the back of his room, there is a hallway that then leads to a couple other rooms uh, and then a back door. And outside of the back door is a ladder that's going up to the roof. He opens up the bag and starts to move it around to get the smell to come out and you can hear scratching and running he's like oh oh that's fast uh, i gotta go 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 and he starts running and i'll kind of give it a few beats to make sure that he goes i want to i don't want essentially want to step out as they're swarming you know what i mean so i yeah. want to just give it a few counts he to- runs over to the next building and then basically down the path towards the end of the buildings okay do i see any ghouls after him hot on his trail not yet you don't okay and i'm gonna keep waiting for a few moments And then eventually you see some kind of moving slowly and sniffing and they kind of look at each other and sniff and then they start moving in packs that direction. One of them picks something off of the ground and eats it and then the others run ahead and you see that pretty quickly it kind of wavers and lays down and it looks like it goes to sleep. Oh yeah. So then up I go. So you get up onto the roof, read a bad situation. (laughs) Oh good. Seven. I'm going to say that's a six, actually. I'm going to use one of my five hold that you have given me over the course of Hawaii. Oh, my God. Oh, you're down to three now. (laughs) So with your six, you know, there's really not a lot of reason to ever get on the roof of these buildings. And so that means they don't check them often. The ladder gives way as you climb it and breaks backwards, making a very loud crunch sound. You're able to jump off because you're only five or six feet off the ground, but you hear that metal as it hits the ground, echo through the resort. So I'm still on the ground. Like, I just barely made it up. It breaks. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, I think I hear you. Are there... Oh, coming for you. What's around me? Are there, like, any um, rocks? Is there a rock close is what I'm really needing to know. Sure. Am I close to any of the bungalows? You're by other buildings. Okay. I want to throw a rock at one of the adjacent building's windows and then run like hell the opposite direction back into the building. (laughs) Okay. Roll act under pressure. Okay. That is a 10. Yeah. You scoop up a rock, you pitch it, and dive back inside the building as the shatter happens. Awesome. And you hear his voice pass. TJ and Jake, you hear Esten's voice outside as he passes by the building. There's a shatter of glass, and he giggles and continues past the door that he was getting ready to walk in, which was the door you're hiding behind. And now Tass is back in the room. I'm pointing. He went that way. I broke glass. He chased it like an idiot. <laughs> I wanna, And he just went by our door? Yeah. There's a strange feedback as both of your phones play Tass's voice at the same time. Oh, and I'm going to fumble and turn it off. <laughs> Oh, what's that sound? I just look at Tass and just mouth, good job, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I'm going to gesture that we go back out the door. Tass just went out. Like if he's turned around, it might be coming for the front. Then let's circle around behind him, mouthing like go and like a loop around gesture with my hand. I'm going to give a thumbs up and I'm just going to nod my head. So you're all headed towards the back door trying to be quiet because you know this guy is out the front door. Yes. All right. Roll act under pressure, everybody. Ten. Eight. (laughs) I see TJ's dice. (laughs) Six. So, Tash, you are able to sneak no problem very quickly and quietly through Ori's room back down the hallways and out the door. Jake, you have not seen this part of the building yet. You're going to try to sneak through here, and to keep up with Tash, you're going to knock something over and make a noise, or you're going to slow down and get lost inside of the building. Or you can get out with Tass, but you know that you're going to leave TJ behind. We'll deal with TJs in a minute. Um, leaving TJ behind is not an option. Boy, getting lost sounds real bad. And knocking something over invalidates this plan. I think I'm going to get lost. <laughs> okay, so you duck into a door you think Tass went through, and it seems to be a clothing closet. <laughs> I start picking out a new look. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to disguise myself. Maybe I can get the hell out of here. It's like the closet in GTA. As soon as I walk in, I'm locked into an animation where I start trying on other clothes. Oh, thank God. There's no, no, a no. ghoul outfit. I think I can blend in. <laughs> TJ, mm-hmm. you're following behind Jake and he slides into this closet and you think, oh, this is where we need to go. So you start to open the door and as you do, you feel a cool breeze across your neck. And then you smell rotting flesh, and there's a face right in front of yours. This man looks like he has the plague. He is patchy, skin hangs off his bones, literally, not like from weight loss. He has a very dark, dirty, brown hat that sits over his greasy hair. You seem to be lost. Why don't you come with me? And he grabs you, and you both vanish. TJ, you get a point of experience. I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were kidnapped by the monster. I'm a victim. Jake, you hear this from inside the closet. Tash, you are outside. What are you doing outside? I'm creeping around to where I am certain he is in front of that front door. Yep. And I'm going to shoot him in the back. Excellent. So you get around to the front door and there's nobody there. And you don't hear him anymore. So I think I'm kind of spinning and scanning, looking for him, trying to be <laughs> sneaky, I guess. And I'm going to turn back to my comrades to say, I don't see, oh, sh- sh- yeah, where are there's you? there's no one there. <laughs> oh, dang. Um, and, oh, through the front door or backtrack, through the front door or backtrack. While he's <laughs> struggling with that eternal battle, what are you doing, Jake? This happened behind me, right? Like what I just heard? Like right outside your door? Yeah, so I'm, I'm opening the door to see if they're out there, like stay yeah, ready. Yeah, there's nobody there. Uh, I am going to teleport to Tass. Jake appears right next to you as you walk in the front door again. Oh, Oh, God, don't do that. He got TJ. What? How? I don't know. We took a wrong turn trying to follow you, and he's got TJ, and he's gone, and I'm going after TJ. Okay, go, go, go. And I do. TJ, you are standing in the middle of a graveyard. You have been, for the past 10, 15 seconds, listening to this man, Esten, talk. Their relatives never came to visit them, and I think that's very sad, so now we're giving them a purpose. I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. So... Why were you in my home? You destroyed my setup. I don't know how to recreate that, and if I can't recreate that, I'm going to be very upset with you. You don't know how to recreate that? What are you, some kind of idiot? You take four harm. He backhands you, and you fall into an open grave and hit the ground, and Jake appears next to you. And I grab him, and I get us out of there. Roll it. 
I failed, and I'm trying to decide if I want to spend luck again already. Oh, my God. I mean... I think TJ's going to die if I don't. I'm going to spend another point of luck. Okay, where are you going? I'm going to take him back to our room. You guys appear there. And as soon as we arrive, I'm going to grab a dose of the werewolf serum and dose him. All right, TJ, you are fully healed. Uh, And I want to kind of give TJ a once over, like checking his pupils and shit. Like, how are you? You good? I'm great. I am. Let's let's do some some damage. Okay, we need to go back and get Tass. And that's right. My voice got slightly deeper because of this. I assume it's because I sound like a werewolf more. I think you're stereotyping werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) So Tass, you are in the lobby and you're looking around. I have no idea where old boy is, Esten is. Um, so I just want to kind of like, I don't know, get behind the counter of the of the main desk, just kind of peek up and wait and watch. Okay, so yeah, you hunker down behind the front desk and a couple seconds pass, and then you feel a cold chill in the room, and you see in the other room, just right outside the door, the boots of this man as he appears. Oh, I lost you. Oh, I lost my friend. <laughs> Where are my pets? Where are they? I don't... And you hear him sniffing very loudly. I must go find my pets. And then you feel the cold again. And then you can tell he's not there anymore. Okay, guys. So you guys are back at the room. TJ's jacked up on werewolf serum, as is Jake. Uh, We need to go back toward Tass. So absolutely. I think I like head for the, like go towards the door. I'm already out the door. I'm just, I'm, I'm hopped up. Let's All right. do this. All right. Stupendous. So then you, I'm following him. Okay, so you guys run out the door, and you hear Ori. What are you guys doing down here? You're supposed to be fighting the guy on that side of the property. These things are all over the place down here. Yeah, let's go. Come on, Ori. Let's go get him. What are you do? Don't walk down the path. I just laid a trail that way. Roll, I'm, read a bad situation. Eight. You get a hold one. What's the biggest threat? You start to jog down the path, and you're like... You know, I wonder what's the biggest threat to me right now. And you hear just scutter, scutter, skitter, skitter, sniff, sniff. Like he led ghouls this way and you're just running into them the direction that he just came from. I want to like go grab TJ and yank him off the path like yeah. in between in between bungalows or something. Just not on the sidewalk where Ori just said he laid a trail. Okay. Roll act under pressure. These things are just everywhere. That's a three. And I broke my pencil lead. <laughs> <laughs> It's dark out. You run forward on the path after seeing TJ run into the darkness and you get up behind him and you grab him. You're like, what are you doing? We have to stay out here. And you pull him behind a thing and you spin around to talk to him and it's a ghoul and it goes (laughs) and it strikes at you. (laughs) (laughs) You take no damage because it only does one damage, but it is just in your face. Um. (laughs) I want art of this specific thing. With like the moonlight shining down on us in a in an embrace, and you having a heart to heart with this thing that you think is TJ and yeah. it's not, it's- or it's dressed like TJ in a really bad costume. <laughs> Where's TJ then? I don't know. I've got. I'm so turned around. <laughs> How did I mess this it's up this, so it's bad? It's that werewolf blood fighting with that uh, whatever vampire blood, and also your holy blood. <laughs> I think I just want to toss him back toward the path. Where all the food and stuff and all of his, like, uh, that hopefully he'll get overwhelmed by the smells again and leave me alone. (laughs) What am I rolling? (laughs) God. Straight tough. Nine. No problem. You pitch this thing back onto the path and it happens to land in front of one of these ghoul snossages and it eats it and goes to sleep. Oh, sick. That worked out even better than I expected. (laughs) And now I want to find out how I've lost TJ. So I guess I'll teleport to him. All right. 
or is it like, hey guys, you have to be... <laughs> you appear next to TJ, and he is almost to the front office. Cool. Did I hear Ori start to s- start a sentence? Was that real? Yeah. I don't know if I want to go back to Ori and be like, sorry, what was that? <laughs> I didn't catch the tail end of that. I uh, think I do. Yeah. Oh, oh. What, what were you saying? Sorry, I missed. Oh, I, I was just saying, you guys got to hurry. I don't know how long these things will sleep after they eat them, and I think uh, all of the treats have been eaten. Okay, got it. Thanks, buddy. Okay. You're the best. Thanks. And then I go back to TJ. Uh, so as soon as I arrive back with TJ, I'm like, all right, Ori says we got to hurry up. They've eaten all the treats and he doesn't know how long they'll stay down for. Right. So we got to kill this guy faster. So you guys go back to the main office and you just go inside. Uh, I mean, I want to peek in a window first, like yeah. as we get close to it, just look in a window and see if I see a horrible vampire man. Nope. Everything seems cool. Yeah. Then go inside. Tass. You hear them. Oh God, guys, he was just, he was just here. He was just here. And I'm coming out of the little office. Where'd he go? I don't know. He like sort of appeared here and then he was gone. He was uh, looking for the ghouls. Okay. Well, we know where the ghouls are. They're between here and our room. Or he said that he thinks all the treats have been eaten and he doesn't know how long they're going to stay down for. So okay. we got to hurry. We don't have a long window without being overrun by those ghouls. Okay. Um, let's get outside so that I can get a little range on him. I'll get up on something, the bar maybe and um, try to set up line of sight for a few shots, but that depends on you guys making some noise and bringing him to you. That brings him in close. Uh, I think we need to get outside so that we have a little bit of range on him and make some noise, bring him to us. Um, I can get up on, like, say, the bar and um, try to line up a shot, but that that relies on you guys making some noise and bringing him to you. That's... Fine. I mean, we can get so the ghouls were along the path that runs between the bungalows. So we can get like right on our end of that path and make noise and hope that if he went and found his pets, that he comes back that direction. All right. Let's let's give it a try. Let's do it. Okay. Head toward the bar. Okay. Yeah. You were able to get up on top of the bar. No problem. It's only like eight feet high. And so just in the sense of the layout, you are at the backside of the pool. You can see very clearly from where you are bungalow one and two which are on opposite sides of the path you can see down to the beach you can see to the fire pit where you inspected the footprints in the sand you can see down where the volleyball court is and then behind you is the kind of rec center and then a little further back in that direction is a building you guys have not been in yet um on a quick scan like can i see any ghouls or him you can see the one that you saw fall asleep okay And yeah, I'm going to hunker down, get low, and wait. And you guys are standing essentially on the path past where Tass is on the roof, but before it goes into the buildings. Correct. All right. How are you going to make noise? Spooky man, come out and play. I'm like, you're an idiot. And I said you were an idiot, you stupid idiot. I stole your new toy. Do you want it back? Everybody roll, read a bad situation. Oh, God. (laughs) 11. Good. Five. That's funny. Twinsies. Nice. Yeah, five twins. Guess what I did, though? What? I done did level up. Oh, all right. Already? Well, let's, let's resolve that. <laughs> oh Good my Lord. God. Have you rolled five times? <laughs> oh, my God. You I... lapped me. So, TJ, what are you going to take? I'm going to take a move from another playbook. Oh, okay. What move's that? I've went through all the different playbooks and I found one that I think will really help out. In fact, it's called Helping Hand. It's from the Initiate playbook. Uh And what it does is when you successfully help out 
another hunter, they get plus two and not plus one. Oh, oh wait a minute. Does that include power of heart? Yes, but I do want to take this moment to point out you've used wrong for quite a while because it's only in combat and you've used it like three other times and we just realized this in the discussion of powers. (laughs) So we'll be remedying that from here on out. Only in combat can I ever use the power of heart. So with a failure on read a bad situation, again, it is misread the situation or give away tactical info. Tass, I think you misread the situation. You see something moving... And you start to spin that direction because you think he snuck up behind you. And so you're looking back towards the entrance of the resort. Okay. TJ, you see him spin around as you see Esten start to float out from between the two buildings. Realizing Tass is not looking the right way, you shout, No, Tass, he's over here! And you see Esten look to where you're shouting, and he sees Tass up on the building with his sniper rifle. It just gets super complicated when I have to figure out how to work in both of your f***ups. <laughs> Jake, you get a hold three. Excellent. What's the best way to protect the victims, my good friends who just damned themselves? The best way to protect the victims, you see Esten come out, and he is floating about two feet above the air, and he is sniffing. Seeing him smell the air, having seen the ghouls smell the air, that if maybe you could stink up the area or you could make it so that he couldn't smell, you think he would be at a disadvantage. All right, I think I'm going to save my other two. So the closest thing that I could think of that has potent smells is probably things behind the bar. So I think I would want to get in the bar. So you teleport to the bar right about the same time Esten does. Tass, you hear TJ yell your name. You spin around, realizing that what you saw wasn't what you thought you saw. And Esten appears on the roof with you. Roll act under pressure. Okay. I just am bereft. I just rolled another failure. Um, So I'm using luck. First time, whole campaign, I'm using it. What would you like to do to get away from him? Um, I mean, if I'm using my luck, Uh I want to backflip off this roof while slipping the sniper rifle into its holster and taking the shotgun out with the other hand. (laughs) Not a problem. You land behind the bar, having weapons swapped in mid-flip, and you land on the ground. TJ, what are you doing? I have to run over to my friends because I'm over nowhere near them at the moment. It's true. So you start heading over towards... Yeah. Uh, do you have a weapon? Do you I've, have a... I've got nunchucks in the, uh, the stake and mallet. What do you mallets. have out? Oh, I've got my stake and mallet out. Okay. Just running, pretending to hammer at him. <laughs> I'm going to hammer like this, and if your chest gets in the way, it's not my fault. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jake, you see that Tass has backflipped off the roof of this little bar, and he has switched weapons, and he's looking up. You get the sense that Esten is above you. What are you going to do? I basically want to drag a bunch of bottles just off the shelf in that direction and try and smash them on the ground in the hopes that some of this like alcohol smell starts filling the air and throws him off his game. Yeah, you have destroyed a full two shelves of these bottles. Tass, as Jake smashes all these bottles... You see that Esten starts to scratch at his face and sniff, and he seems very distracted and off-put for a moment, and then he tries to turn his focus back towards you, but you can see that the muscles around his nose and his eyes are twitching a little bit. Like, whatever Jake is doing, the smell of it is having some effect on him and his ability to focus. 
TJ, you arrive. So now you all three are around the little tiki bar. Jake is inside, smashing bottles. Tess and TJ are standing outside looking up at Esten on the roof. What do you want to do? Well, he didn't like cordiality, so uh, I'd like to put some buckshot in him. Roll it. It's a nine. How much damage does that do? Three. You fire the shotgun up at him, and you see the pellets kind of hit, and he drops from his float and lands on the roof, and he grins, and he starts stalking towards the edge of the roof towards you. Jake, what are you doing? Can I hear him above me as he moves? Yeah. I want to follow him towards that edge, and when he gets close enough to the edge, I want to grab an ankle and try and yank him off. Yoink! Roll no limits. Are you sure? Can I sell you on kick some ass? <laughs> With his strength, you cannot. Well, I've got great news for everybody. I failed outright. You charge forward and you're going to try to reach up and grab Esten's foot as he reaches the edge of the building. You get super jazzed about this idea and you feel the strength surge through you. And as you reach up, you punch through the support column and the roof collapses down on you. The two of you see the ceiling collapse, and there's a moment where Esther goes, huh, and then he's floating. And then he drives down into the pile. Three points of damage. One might call it a pile driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he just flies straight down into the rubble and then back up. What are you guys doing? Yeah, if he's still just floating there and he's just crashed into the Jake pile, I'm going to take another shot. Roll it. Ten. Excellent. It's a nine now. Mm. You're down to two. Keeper. <laughs> I'm sure you'll give me more soon. I know. <laughs> I got to use these. I didn't use any of them at the Halifax, and then they all just went away. Yep. So you exchange harm. He sees you getting ready to pull the trigger again, and he comes down towards you. You do three damage that does. Mm-hmm. And he does four. Oof. Minus your armor. I will take it willingly. Does he have his back towards me now? He's kind of next to you. I'm going to take a swing with that stake and hammer. All right. So. Roll kick some ass. Yeah. Come on, baby. Uh, that would be an eight. All right, so you guys exchange harm. It's going to suck. So that stake does four, is that right? Four, and then I assume I take four as well. That is correct. Minus one. Oof. So this melee has gotten pretty hot and heavy real fast. Jake collapses the building on top of himself. Esten drops down into the rubble and kind of stomps and then floats back up. You take a shot at him. He lunges towards you, clawing at you. TJ jumps up behind him, puts the stake to where his heart is and starts to hammer through the back. It seems to hurt him very badly. He throws an elbow backwards, hits TJ in the face, knocking him. Jake, you hear this commotion outside of the rubble of your little tiki hut. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to get out of the hut and teleport to TJ. You teleport to TJ. TJ is on the ground about five feet from Eston. If I can, I want to stake him. Roll kick some ass. I'm going to tell him that my stake is already in the back and that he should aim for the one that's already there. All right. Yeah, that works. Roll kick some ass, Jake, and you get plus two. Twelve. Yeah. What is your extra effect? I want to suffer less harm. You hear TJ's words. You drop your stake and grasp your mallet with both hands and you swing right at the nub of TJ's stake that is sticking out of his back, and you see it pass through his chest. He's leaning into Tass's face, fangs starting to come out, and Tass, you see his eyes get wide, and then all of a sudden there's just dust between you and Jake, <gasps> and a stake 
clatters to the ground. Oh my god, did we do it? It seems like it. It seems like we did it. I am going to lay back in the sand, and I'm going to put both of my hands up in the air for high fives and just giggle like an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll high five him, but I am still concerned about the ghoul problem, so... I'm going to high five him, but I'm going to grab his hand and pull him off the, the ground so he can get his butt up so we can deal with this. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's do this, boys. So how are you guys proceeding? What kind of weapons are you using? How are you going to go through this ghoul maze and try to deal with this problem? I would offer somebody my shotgun, and then I'm going to switch over my light rifle to the uh, close setting, the shotgun setting. Okay, so that does the four light damage. Mm -hmm. I'll take the shotgun. All right, so there is one fairly close up the path. It's the one that you saw fall asleep. Okay, I'm going to walk straight up to it and hold the light rifle to its face. Mm-hmm. Say, you, got, you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to pull the trigger. You pull the trigger on this light rifle and the ghoul disintegrates. <laughs> you can see from pulling the trigger of this that your intel about a ghoul's weakness to sunlight still holds true. These ghouls are able to get around in the daylight, but you think it might be because they have a little bit of armor to them, but condensed light still gets to them oh boys this is gonna be a good night and i pump the shotgun welcome to dawn's early light not you, realizing that you, you know just lost, i don't that you yeah, just I, lost a live cartridge yeah <laughs> <laughs> that now you have one bullet left yeah. oh i uh see the cartridge fall down and i obviously pick it up and put it in awkwardly yeah, and like yeah, is, yeah. And you put it in, you do you it put it in backwards yeah like elmer fudd um we're not gonna go through this you guys easily clean up these sleeping ghouls because of your weapon and their weakness to light it does double damage they only have seven hit points so you're doing eight damage a pop to them you're able to move through you can see all of them no problem as far as you can tell this is all there is ori is at the end of this little path of destruction because it's about every 30 40 feet there's a ghoul asleep on the pathway and you're just like bloof 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 Bloof, and they just go up in a little flash of light. I love that my rifle uh, changes its inflection based on how it's feeling at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's the sound of them imploding. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the fact that you're doing eight damage to something with a weapon that has no kick. Yeah, right? I, it's literally like turning on a flashlight, Yeah, I you're assume. pulling a trigger that just turns on a flashlight and then off a flashlight. I think one or two of them, I, I take it like a sweeping motion to just kind of... Like erase them. Uh, it only does part of the damage that way if it's oh, not focused. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they wake up and they bite you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Ori is at the end of this path of destruction. Is everything all right? Wait, good lord! Why didn't you let me borrow that? I could have taken care of these things. I wasn't sure if it would work against old boy, so I wanted to keep it for that. Sorry. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, the good news is we got him. Oh, good. So now we need to figure out our story. That covers your ass. I think that if I can convince him that she went crazy from being, you know, with him for that amount of time, then it might be okay. That is a damn good story. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not far off. I mean. Yeah. I just don't know. He's never used any kind of mind powers on me before or anything. And I don't think it's from lack of trying. But like I said, I don't really know exactly what I am or how I work. Do you want to like find out what you are and how you work because what do you like i mean our organization deals in monsters they might be able to tell you some stuff 
about you. Oh, I doubt it. Like, yeah, I'd like to know, but man, anytime you get a group of people into an organization and they have an agenda, I don't imagine I come out of your place of business alive. Yeah. Uh, That's a fair concern. He's not wrong. What about Rev? We have a friend who, who deals with magic and creatures and lore and everything like that. He might be able to tell you what you are. Does he, like, kill things? No. No. Yeah, all right. It might be a couple days. Uh, I should stay here and see if he shows up. But yeah, I mean, you tell me where to go or whatever, and I'll try to try to come visit, I guess. Is there anything else you guys want to do? I, I would say, you know, it's not out of reason to go to sleep and get up and have breakfast and again, act like everything's fine. And then you guys should continue acting like everything is fine and get on a plane and get out of here. Because yeah. I'm sure he'll give it a little window before he checks in, even if he's upset. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I still need to go retrieve my hammer. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we might want to scope out the rest of his lair. Like, we didn't cover every inch of that place. Couldn't hurt. Sure. You know it's way too dark for you to dive into the ocean and find anything. So you probably want to wait till morning to try. Yeah, I'll wait until it's daylight. So you guys go to sleep? Yeah, I think so. The sleep okay. of a thousand dreams. Uh, before we go to bed, I should probably try to, uh, medic TJ up a little bit. Oh, he did get kind of messed up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to give it a try? Yeah. Well, we're like not in craziness. Well, I'm a little apprehensive because of the last time you tried to heal me and you cut open my bite hole. Hey, 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 TJ, shut up. All right. Okay. Uh, yep, well, that's a nine, so that would heal up two points for you. Oh, that's so what so are you at better. now, TJ? I'm at one harm. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, Jakey Poo, <laughs> do you want a little tender, loving heal? Mm, no, I'm good. Okay, that's fair. Do you, do you need me to? It's not, it's not worth you just taking more to chance it. Like, I'm not bad. Okay. You're all pretty exhausted. So the next morning, Ori makes breakfast. You guys eat. How are you going to go back out to the island to investigate it? Uh, do you want to go try to start the Jeep? Yeah, I'll teleport out to the Jeep and see if it's rested long enough yet. It starts. Okay, then I will drive it back across and pick them up. So TJ and Tass get into the Sea Gobbler and head across. Jake teleports onto the beach and waits for them. You guys get there, climb out of the car. Where are you going? Uh, well, I guess if we're looking for the hammer, it went straight down the hole. We should probably just go back there, right? Yeah. Throw on my scuba gear and... Is anybody going water. to help him? Yeah. And you're staying? I'll stay up here at this shack. So you both end up in the water down at the bottom of this pit, and you're swimming to the bottom trying to find this lost hammer. Roll investigate a mystery. Uh, so as we're swimming, I'll just kind of stay on his side and, um, you know, anywhere that I see him kind of looking and directing the flashlight, I just want to kind of widen that scope with mine. So okay. Uh, roll help out. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. But you do get a plus one. Well, that puts me at a six. Oh, no. Failing that investigate roll actually levels me up. Oh, okay. What are you going to take? I'm going to do a boring one. I'm just going to get plus one weird. So that brings me to a zero. And hopefully I fail my angel wings and no limits rolls slightly less often. Okay, okay. I dig that. All right. So you guys look around here for a little while and you don't see anything. Not that you don't see the hammer, but you really have a hard time seeing anything. It's very dark and there's a lot of um, 
it's like the sand has been kicked up a lot, things swimming around down here frantically, and so it's hard to see. You guys swim back up to the top, and you start to make your rounds around the inside of the base. You go into what was the workshop with the cage, and everything looks just like you left it. You go back to the center or the right tunnel next. I cleared the center. Like, I went all the way down that to the sea. Okay, yeah. I mean, we might as well head right. How far are you going to follow this right tunnel? Because it goes for a minute. Like, you're in there for a little bit, and it still keeps going. How about this? If you want to pop up and let Tej know what we're doing, um, if we think this goes all the way back, you know, I'll, I'll follow it the whole way just to kind of see if there is anything down here, any any other offshoots or anything else. And, you know, you can either go back with him on the Jeep or, or, you know, let him know so that he can take it over and then come back down with me, whatever you think. All right, I'll pop up to TJ and, hey, we're going to follow the right tunnel, which seems to go on for quite a while. So if you want to take the Jeep back to the island and rendezvous with us or... Did you find your hammer? No. Um, no, I didn't. Oh, sorry, man. Well, hopefully I can come back with something more robust than a dive light and track it down later. But unless you have a problem with it, I'm going to go down with Tass again and walk that tunnel. You think you can get the Jeep back okay and everything uh, will sure. be fine? Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, and then I poof back down. And as he poofs back down, I go towards the hole in the shack and I jump into the hole and start the search for his hammer. Oh, okay. Roll investigate a mystery. <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna burn a luck oh my god what doomed he's going to be doomed oh you're so close so as you appear back in the tunnel jake you hear <laughs> sploosh <laughs> i tj you start to swim around i just i think i just stop and shake my head and turn around to go see what that was i assume tass also heard it yeah well can't say i'm not proud of him and turn around and head that way <laughs> okay so you guys get to the edge of the pool you can tell that there are some ripples you don't hear tj up above anymore i'll jump in i guess i'll teleport to tj so tash you jump in jake you teleport next to tj and he is at the bottom a little distance away from the opening of the pit into the water you see this tass and i assume you swim over to where they're at yep there's a bunch of seaweed and a very large shell and right next to the shell you can see he's floating there and he sees you and he points to your hammer it is down amidst the seaweed Okay, I'll swim down and grab it. You grab hold of the hammer, and there is a flash of light, and you vanish. And suddenly you're standing in front of a very thick, mustached old man. He's missing an eye. He is dressed in scales that are covered in frost. I think you and I need to have a chat. And the two of you, the light clears and the hammer is still there. And we all know that this is a cosplay prop from the comic book and the movie Thor. And it says in the inscription... Whoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. And the words shimmer and worthy changes to unworthy. Fable and Folly Network, 
where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press 3. Press 3. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep, yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not gonna believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. fucking spiders, they are everywhere. <laughs> the Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.